This is my therapy. I got a family to consider. Does it make you question their integrity? There are no bands anymore. I don't like this idea. A look of almost awe. We're gonna leave in five minutes. It's not funny. No, you can't even say anything. It's my podcast. It's over. Welcome to the Thursday night, sometimes Friday night, music night podcast. My name is Michael, the golden boy Sazowitz. Always together with me is... Christopher Sazowitz. Yes, uh, we uh, are episode six. It is uh, March 19th, 2021. Happy birthday yesterday, Michael. Oh yeah, I had my birthday yesterday. My wife got her second... C- 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 corona shot. She got Moderna. My, 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 Corona. Yes. Today I got, uh, I woke up on my birthday and I went to work. Yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. And the third shift ladies baked me a cake. And then I uh, took the cake home and I did a four- shoot four shots of me eating the cake and then having the cake like disappear for a little show for them yeah you showed me the slideshow it was not that impressive I'm i know what this is a cake i mean as i put a little effort into it yeah okay and then the other thing about the cake is uh none of my family would eat it because it was like not from like a store they were like this the cake is like they're gonna there's this poison cake you're gonna eat a cake from some strangers Kitchen. They're not I don't strangers. Even, they're coworkers. I know they're team members with us, but I don't. I don't, I don't even know who made it. Was it Anita? Was it whoever? On it's probably shift? Anita. Yeah. Yes, it actually was very good. But I my don't know wife if you guys could very, hear that uh, though. We've got we've got Joe Ryan in the background making a fire for us. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. It's fine. We don't need any technical like, I would advice. Just, I would just, we got our text down. We're all about content here. Okay, about our feelings. We were like letting out. Wow. I actually was thinking of this today, Joe, uh, about like this podcast. What it is is this is my therapy. I'm letting off like my from my chest. This is like I play music to like as medication for my like mental state. Yes, that's fine. They can hear hear it. I this is a time capsule of the time of COVID and me being heaven in town. Me and my brother. That's right. We're so gonna it's, get, like, you, it's you, not a thing. It's just the time that we are here. Yeah, you're burying the lead, though. What lead? That's the whole lead. We were gonna like work up to that. The root cause of oh, like why no. we're doing this. That's just how. I, that's what I say every day. It's like we're just capturing what we're doing. Script. Yeah. Okay. So there we got. No script. We've got. We Chris do have has notes. a script. We have topics that we've already crossed out all of them except one. The only topic that Mike was interested in talking about was the gig. At Jesse's Tavern. Oh yeah. Open mic the night. Faithful gig. I was big gig at Jesse's just, Tavern. Let me just run through our set list. After Joe did his three, you did more than three originals. Well, if you listened right, to Joe? last week, you would hear like that. Joe Ryan came and invited us to come with, and then we uh, had a little fight, and then we went and did it. And now here's the story of it. You guys had a fight. There was not a fight. I well, was just. Chris, yeah, Chris was like, we can't do it. And I was like, yeah. And then Chris was like, we're going to cramp Joe Ryan's style. I was like, it's open mic. Three people 
It's not. It's that's what it means. Open. Anyone can go. And it's, there's no like exclusion. I was I was being a grumpy teen. You're right. Yes, but I'm sorry. I'm glad, to throw I'm you glad that we. I'm glad that we. But went. you could get back to your stuff. Okay. I'm you want to talk for a while? Our set list. We started with uh, we're gonna be friends, and I was singing a very poor microphone technique, and instead of singing. But instead of singing from my larynx, which I just learned today from Joe Ryan, I was I was singing from my mouth. You still sounded really good. Thank yeah. you, Joe. Yeah, yeah Joe yes. Ryan. But, but that, that song is a whispery song, and it kind of works well with the whisper. And yes. you don't want to be too loud at open mic. You just want to be like cool. Everything you did was sounded really good. Oh, thank you, Joe. Okay, so then we, after that, I sat back down in my cajon, and Mike looks at me, and he's like, lo and behold and tears into it right on up onto the mic joe ryan said he was eating the mic and it was a little bit of overload on the vocals and you know you heard the pa screeching and the uh, captain kangaroo looking open mic host i'm sorry bc but that that was a bad description of you yeah Brian but he, he is goes he ran he sprinted across the bar over to the eq and turned mike down as fast as he could it was hilarious but mike did not let up and he crushed it. Lo and behold, that was our second song. Wait, then I want to talk more about that moment. Okay. All right, go for it. When uh, we were driving home, Chris and I drove home together. We both drove there, but I was too drunk to drive home. He uh, and I were talking about our roses and thorns, and uh, that was one of my roses. I was like so happy that someone was working to make me sound better, and they ran over to the PA to like do work, finally. Right. Yeah. Somebody else was working for me. It was awesome. I just liked it because you just had that great energy and enthusiasm. And even though like it was obviously too loud, you didn't let up, and you were just like, "No, that's this guy's gonna make me sound good. I'm keeping my exuberance right this where it's at. This is how I do it. How I do it. I sing the song like I this. I eat the mic you and I rock the house. This is how it works. I sing like this. This is how I do it. All right. Then we went to Soul Love cover, one of the Oasis Brothers. That was okay. BDI. Hadi Saeed hipped us to this song. He likes this song a lot. He played it when we were water skiing and stuff a lot one summer. So I learned it for him. And then we went to uh, Northside, Southside. That was original. That one actually. Yeah, Northside, Southside. I asked uh, BC to play. So you were dogging him, and I'm going to praise him. He played a uh, lead guitar solo on uh, Northside, Southside. I wasn't dogging him, but Captain King Rue. He, he that's ca- that's dogging saying Captain Kangaroo. He kind of looks like him though. He's got the shaggy hair. Yes, he does. But you know, he's kind of like our age. And guess what? His hair is not white. Like I have white all over my hair, and he has a full head of it. So let's not give him too much of a hard time. No, we love you, BC. And uh, we also did. Then we did Dirty Water, another original. Yes, I think BC also played on that one and, and did a solo. And then we did Motor Boatin'. By Little Big Town. Little Big Town, Motorboatin'. We practiced that tonight. Yeah, that Joe actually Ryan. sounded really he good with Joe Ryan. Song. When we played that song, I did the bridge, and Joe Ryan laughed and clapped from the bar. I heard him from stage. Okay. And, and, and we closed it out with uh, Tom Petty's, a Tom Petty cover, Keeping Me Alive. Oh, actually, there was another one. No, we, we did more, because yeah, we, we don't even remember. We yeah. did it <laughs> That was that was seven, but I think we did eight because the last one was we did the wood pile. We've yes. been practicing this song all week. It's just open mic again. Yeah, next Thursday. It's every month, so it's a oh okay. Three more weeks.
Three more weeks. One more. You yeah. can tell that Joe Ryan's the only actual professional here. He doesn't even need a microphone, and he sounds better than you or I do. Yes. All right. So then, that's our set list. That was a great show. Thanks for inviting us to go, or not inviting us, but letting us. But we did get some good Joe. feedback, and we also got free shots from the bartender because <laughs> we sounded so good. I think because we played so long. Work, work. Uh, I'm going back to work. So this Thursday night, sometimes. The next day. Oh yeah, so the next day at work, I'm supposed to be at uh, on 111th at uh, 4:10 a.m. Daddy comes and picks you up. My dad he? picks me up, and we go to work together. <laughs> but I was uh, sleeping still because I got home at 2 a.m. And uh, I Chris wouldn't let me drive home, and he tried to make me walk like a shadow line from the building. It wasn't I, an actual shadow; it was an actual line. Oh, yeah, I could not get to one step. So we sat in the car for 25 minutes, and then he just drove me home. <laughs> so in the morning, I had to wake up my wife and say, "Hey, uh, we got to go drive the car. I did the drive of shame all the way back to Jesse's Tavern, and then all the way back." Uh, to Framarks. I was late for work. It's my like first year allowed one tardy a month. So I used it up. I still get my perfect attendance bonus, right? And wait, today when I punched in, Dad had 38 hours and I only had 34. And I punched in at the same time as him every day all this week. I think I, I, think I fixed it. Okay, good. So is, I have, we both have the same? I, I think you actually, I take out your my lunch. My brother your does lunch. the time card and he's such a stickler i know you get i take out your 30 minutes for lunch and larry doesn't get his lunch taken out so he should have oh. like more hours than you every week all right so then oh that's, that's some bullshit that's, jesus that's, all right that's i'm the calling set. my mom and telling her chris is taking my lunch out you you stop working don't you yes i do so why should i pay you when you're not working i don't know all right you so then asshole all right, moving on, we've got our, our only other bit is that we do the quote of the week in music news. I've got two for you. Um, you want Beyonce or Julian Casablancas? Give me uh, Beyonce, please. All right, this, one's, this one actually is the deeper one, I think, maybe. This is her Grammy acceptance speech. Thank you, guys. As an artist, I believe it is my job and all of our jobs to reflect the times, end quote. It's our job to reflect the times. So like you were talking about not having music, I mean, not having politics and music and that Mumford and Sons guy getting canceled was bullshit because I don't know like what your point was, but she's saying the opposite of that. She's saying that the artists should reflect their times. It's their job. Mm, I would speak from like a, like a songwriter. It's like I don't like go out to like write a song to like affect the times. I just write a song that's like that I like. Maybe the word is of the times. Uh, of the times? What is the exact quote? Read it again. Thank you, guys. As an artist, I believe it's my job and all of our jobs to reflect the times. Yeah. Joe Ryan agrees. Yeah, right. Well, I was actually, we were listening to a song by UMI, and it just was like, it's Friday night. And I was like, that's all you need to say. Like, say what's going on. It's not that literal, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Woody no. Guthrie. Hells yeah. Right. I like Beyonce. I actually recorded Beyonce one time when I was like 21 years old at Universal Studios in Florida. She played, well, she was in Destiny's Child for the Tom Joyner cruise. She was in Destiny's Child? 
Yeah, she was the leader of Destiny's Child. I never knew that. And she played outside at Universal Studios with Destiny's Child for the Tom Joyner like fan club cruise people. Tom Joyner's like a radio, a radio host, yeah. like Howard Stern. He's huge. Uh, and she was playing, and she had on these like gray sweatpants shorts. And I'm listening. It, it was <laughs> fucking so hot in Florida in the summertime. It was like 100. She has some swass going on. She definitely has some swass going on. I was side <laughs> stage with my little mixing board, and I saw Beyonce swass. Did she have like a designated swass wiper? Or no, no, she didn't. Oh man, Joe Ryan's got the big. fire si fire going. Uh, we wrote a song tonight. Wait, wait, three nineteen twenty one. Okay, I got an. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we, we went did. Red. We went red. But I, I have another quote. That one, I'm not satisfied completely with our conversation. But the other one was Julian Casablancas from The Strokes. This one's a little more funny, but he uh, <clears throat> also won a. A Grammy Best Rock Album for their album, The New Normal, The New Abnormal, excuse me. His quote was, <clears throat> I think that people that say things are dead, I just feel like their imagination possibly has died. Honestly, there's room for so many genres of music, not necessarily blues rock. Please, no more of that. <laughs> That's his acceptance speech? Yeah, that was one of the things he said in his acceptance speech, but he totally... He hate he loved any there's room for any kind of music. It was arduous. You won't find love enough, won't find love enough. Oh takes more than fucking someone to keep yourself warm. Can I have one of your cigarettes, bro? Nice troll. Nice troll. That's how we say it here on the south side. Troll. Nice troll. My French room. What is a French room? French, French. French room? What is French that? Room. I just learned of this. What is it? French room. It's like, you know, uh, in a, like a Bridgeport apartment or in a classic Chicago house, there you go in, there's the living room, there's the French room. Yeah, it's like, hey, Henry. It's like front room. Hey, Henry, how you doing? Spatially, spatially, though. You come in. French room. You come in. It's before the kitchen, right? It's the front room. It's the dining room. It's the dining room. They call it the front room. Get out of the front room. Is the, but there's a dining room, and then the front room is in front of the front room? I mean, the front of the dining room? Or it is the dining room. Is the front room. Front room. <laughs> It's just the front of the house. We got a, we got a couple two tree logs in the fire. We got a couple two tree guys here in Evergreen Park talking in the garage. Evergreen Park, how you doing? Yeah, that's right. You know how we do. You guys are podcasting. Hey, I think yeah. uh, our cousin Mike Delaney got a big promotion. He's doing like a, a a big giant building now. He's like head of it. He got a big promotion. He deserves it. Yeah, like he's a uh, good man. Like a building that's on the architecture he's floor. A really smart dude. He's like in charge of one of those buildings. He's finally applying himself. He's yeah. been applying himself for like twenty years already. One of the one of my one of my favorite oh, Mike Delaney memories. That's 
people are saying, like, oh, he's finally applying <laughs> Yeah, Yeah. It's like, fuck, I've been doing it forever. But one time... No one's, like, just out of the blue. It's like they've been doing it for a long time. Yeah, he's been doing that forever. That's what they said about Beck. It was like, oh, he just came out of the blue. It's like, no, he's not. He's been doing the same shit forever. Somebody, like, found him. But one time, Mike Delaney said to me, I want what you got. And it was before he had, like, kids and stuff. And I was at his house, and we were playing, like, Jenga in the backyard on, like, two-by-fours. And I was, like, telling him, oh, your house is so nice. Like, you got a hot girlfriend. Like, this is great. Like, you know, what's next? And he was like, I want what you got. And he was talking about having a family. He was talking about kids. Yeah, he did it. He did real good. He had a second kid, right? He's got two kids. Yeah. Yeah, they look good too. Yeah, beautiful babies. Beautiful wife. Happy wife, happy life. I know. I haven't seen Mike Delaney forever. I haven't seen John Bertoletti in a long time too. I gotta get back with John Bertoletti. Oh, I love the name dropping that's going on right now. We gotta get back to John Bertoletti. Delaney Bertoletti. Yeah. I saw some pictures of his smoked meats. They looked delicious. Oh, I didn't see any of those. I Age, he ages the meat and then he smokes it. Oh, we gotta try some. Three days or something. Yeah. Three days? Wow. Sous vide it, sous vide it. Oh, yeah. It's going to be uh, good stuff. He's doing it tomorrow, I think. He's, he's going to come. Oh, maybe I'll have to go over there tomorrow. Hell, yeah. All right, so let's get right into it. The five whys of the podcast. Oh. Why do we do the podcast? podcast? We do the Thursday night, sometimes podcast. Friday night podcast. <laughs> Because it's I okay. Well, we just we That's actually let's no let's first why no let's first no, why first, we're doing the five why we gotta we get to say the whole thing. We did this already. Okay. And my phone died, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was like twenty minutes of us rambling on and on and on, and we missed it. So only thirteen minutes was the first one. It was like twenty minutes that we missed. Yeah. So, so we're just gonna get right to it. Okay. The first the reason why, why I do it. Why do you do, why do you come is to because music? it's like I have a mental instability and I need to like express myself and I sing about and I write about the things that are hard for me in my life. Okay, so why do you have to express yourself to actualize to become Mike? What is it about that expression? I don't need to do that. I just do it because, like, I'm like Popeye. I mean, I like am it? what I am. I just do it the way I do it. This is how the song goes. <laughs> but why do you? Why do? You, what do you get out of it? I get uh, like uh, a mental wellness. I fix my mind. I get it out. I let it go. Actually, Chris was giving me some advice uh, this week about uh, we went out to dinner and. Uh, the waitress went to get, we were at two tables, and she was serving both of us. And she went and got the dessert order from the first table. And she didn't come to the second table to get our dessert order. And our wives did not send us the waitress. Like, they want to order stuff too. And I went back to my wife and said, we want to order dessert. This is our order. Like, And then yeah, uh, it really upset me that it didn't get ordered right. And then my brother looked at me and said, Mike, let it go, bro. Let it go. And I was like, the best advice, just let it go. All yeah, this like I, bullshit, let it go. 
But I gotta put it into the song. I gotta like yeah, they capture already, it. They already wrote that song. And then dude. put it, yeah, like fuck the waitress at La Fiesta. Let it go. Can't yeah. hold it back anymore. Yeah. So, but what, the reason why I write songs band. or the reason why I like want to perform or I go up to an open mic. Yes. Why? Well, because I want to like uh, be good at it. I want to practice it, and so I want to like go do it. I want to be able to see you. You want to be seen? No, I want to be able to take control of an audience with my guitar and my voice and, and my song that I made up, and control them. And so I have to like practice doing that. You want to control how they're feeling. What what do you I, want them I to wanna, feel? I want to. I want to hold the room. I want to be the center of attention of okay, the so whole thing. Now you've got their attention. What do you want them to feel? Where do you want to take them? I guess I want them to feel what I feel. Which or is? Or I. I feel frustration, or I feel exuberance, or I feel like mad, or I feel sad, or I feel happy. Whatever I feel, whatever the song is. I think I want to hold the audience. Really, I just want to hold the audience. So what, the words and everything doesn't really matter. Yeah, I love that answer. That was great. You want them to come okay, along that so, emotional roller coaster with you? Yes, yeah, so I, I do. And we really got to a really good point there. Uh, that was only three uh, The other thing that we're doing this week is we're, uh, we got my brother's first guitar that he ever had. He's nine years old. He came home from a nine-year-old party. He got 18 stitches in his forehead because he slammed his head on the water slide. And for his birthday, he got a Skylark Japanese-made guitar that we found out today was actually made in Japan in like uh, the late 70s, early 80s. We looked up the serial number. It's beautiful. The Skylark. And we're going to pay a guy that lives out in Barrington or something 50 bucks. Bloomington. Bloomington, and he's going to like fix it? it up. Whatever his name is, it doesn't matter. But he's going to fix up Chris's Skylark, and he's going to fix up my Telecaster, and we're going to uh, have improved instruments. It's really good, I think. I think so, too. It's, it's a beautiful guitar. It's got the, the rose uh, body, yeah. and then Skylark. the middle is No one's even ever wood. heard of a Skylark. It's like so uh, rare. It's like 900 bucks. Hey, Chris, why don't you grab your uh, pad and... Uh, Home us out, bro. Oh, we're done? Yeah, I think so. It's like midnight on Friday. It's supposed to be the Thursday night music night podcast. It's the thir- we renamed it. It's the Thursday night, sometimes Friday night podcast. It's the Friday makes more sense. Friday makes more sense. Oh, thank you, Joe Ryan. That was gorgeous. <clears throat> and it seems as though in a little while the solution would be found. And then a new and glorious life would begin. And it was dear to both of them that they still had a long, long road before them and that the most complicated and difficult part of it was only just beginning. Anton Chekhov. Hell yeah.